Hey, it's Kaylin Priest, and you are listening to the Wholehearted Business Podcast. Welcome back. I cannot wait for you to listen in to today's episode. I recorded a coaching call with my private client, Allie, who I adore. And with her permission, I'm going to let you guys listen into it. This was such a fun conversation about creating clients and increasing her income, breaking through her upper limit in her income. I'm so grateful that she so graciously allowed me to share this episode with all of you. All of my client calls look a little bit different, but there are some principles of work that I do with all of my clients that are pretty standard. And so if you've been considering hiring me as a private coach, I have one coaching spot available for the next few months. So if you've been thinking about signing on as a client, this would be kind of a fun little sample or taste of what it's like to be my private client and some of the work that we do together and some of the kinds of questions that I ask, my coaching style and things like that. But beyond that, I hope that you gather some insights from the questions that I ask Allie and from her responses and watch her as she experiences her own transformation and her own identity shift and her own belief shift in herself. I think you're really going to love this episode. So let's listen in. Hey, Allie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? So good. I'm so good. Okay. Tell me what's on your mind. What can I help you with? Well, I have kind of messaged you a little bit about this the past few weeks, but I really just want to increase my confidence around money and being able to claim the money that I feel like I deserve because I just feel like I'm not making what I want to make. And money is just such a powerful yet so frustrating subject that I just know that there's a lot that I feel like I want to tackle around that. I love it so much and want to echo what you said that like, you do deserve to make a lot of money. You're a really good person and you have really good intentions. And I know you're going to do amazing things with your money. So tell me the first thing that comes to mind that's frustrating you the most with your income. Well, I've been saying this for literally over a year now, but I just have felt so stuck making like 5k less than 5k months. And I cannot break that at all. And I, honestly think it comes back to just like a lack of confidence like I'm just I want what's stable like I want to be I want stability but at the same time like I almost just feel like I'm too scared to like go out of my comfort zone that I'm in to make an increase in my like pay because I'm worried that I'm gonna lose clients or I'm worried that it's just not gonna work out so I just have this constant like fear and I feel like it's keeping me from being able to like reach my full potential as a business owner. And it's just really hard to wrestle with. Do you have a finger on, do you know what it is that you're scared of? Ooh, I honestly, at the end of the day, it's like losing clients. Like no one's, I don't, I'm scared. No one's going to want to pay that much because I know what I want them to pay me. But in like from feedback I've received from people, they just always say like, oh, that's too expensive. I can't afford that. I would love to have you. I just, I I can't pay that much for someone to do my social media for me. Yeah. And so then it kind of reaffirms in my mind that like, oh, people can't pay this much mm-hmm. and I'm already undercharging. So mm-hmm. now what? <laughs> yep. Okay. So fear number one, it sounds like is maybe a little bit of like a belief that you, what you want to charge is too expensive. Yes. Additionally, that there might not be people who actually, maybe this is a question for you. For you, do you feel like it's a fear that people can't 
afford the rates that you want to charge? Or is it like, if the, if I do charge them that much, I might not be providing that amount of value for them? That's the thing is I know I have so much value and I know I'm so good at what I do. I think I'm just more afraid that people aren't going to pay that much. And like, I'm, I'm a girl who's all about a good deal uh-huh. <laughs> Like from my own personal life. I love like, I'm a very decisive spender and I have to take a lot of time deciding to invest in things. Yeah, and so I think a lot of that hesitancy comes from like my personal like upbringing around money and like how I view making purchases like oh. that. I probably wouldn't hire someone to do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm also not my dream client right okay so tell me more about the thought people won't pay that much when you say it like that I'm like okay but I'm sure there are people that will I just don't know how to find them okay (laughs) or what if they're not in my audience if you know what I mean yes okay so let's start let's start with this thought first do you know who your dream client is I think you do because you and I have talked about it, but share with us who your dream client is. Well, um, my dream client is a woman entrepreneur who has a business that she's running and she's just ready to outsource and let me take all of her social media marketing off her hands so she doesn't have to worry about it. I just want the person to be able to just trust me and let me work my magic so that they can have more time to be with their family and prioritize what matters most for them. And... I mean, essentially, I feel like that's a big order to fill. But at the same time, it's really not because there are so amazing, so many amazing women out there who probably want this. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So that's my first question is how hard does it feel for your brain to believe that there is a woman out there like this? Ooh. Well, I definitely don't believe it right when you say that. Yeah. (laughs) So not. (laughs) Do you know anyone personally whether you like have a relationship with them or maybe it's just someone you follow on Instagram who could be a good fit for this I mean yes there are like certain accounts that that I'm like oh I would love to absolutely do this stuff for them okay but (laughs) I think there's just that hesitancy of like oh but would they actually want to hire someone else what if what if it was this okay tell me actually more about that like what what might make them not want to hire you I guess them wanting to be in control of everything, okay, like themselves. But if they want to be in control of everything, then they're not your dream client, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So really, imagine- at the end of the day, I feel like it comes back to like, I just am worried they won't pay. As okay. Pay. Okay. I thought that, that's it. That's the issue. I'm that's not- it. Yeah. I feel, I feel this. I know this, I know this thought- <laughs> this thought dichotomy well how big of a stretch does it feel for your brain to try on the thought that there are people who have money to pay you without breaking their budget that sounds amazing I'm like where are these people (laughs) (laughs) I feel like for you it might just be an additional layer of elevating your dream client Not only is she someone who wants to outsource it all, she wants it all off of her plate. She wants to give you full, complete trust and control. She's someone who can't afford this. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of income coming in and maybe sometimes it helps to put a dollar amount on it. I don't think you always need to, but like, maybe it's like she makes 300 K per year in revenue or more or something like that. Yeah. I don't always think you need to do that, but when you think of that person, 
does that change your ideal or your dream client at all? Yes and no, because my only like, I guess, fear with that is a lot of the thing, like the, I guess, people or brands that I imagine making revenue like that are like bigger companies that I would love to work with, but probably already have a whole marketing team. And I don't want to just go in and like pretend like I can be their whole marketing team because I can't. There are certain things that I do that I specialize in. It's like almost like a mid tier. Like it's not the people who want to do it themselves. It's not the people who want a full on fledged marketing team. It's the person who like still wants to be involved to the extent that they can communicate with me and participate in like stories and reels and send me content and then they just let me kind of run the rest right so it's like a weird like middle tier I guess yes okay I love that clarity if I came to you right now and pretend like we're on a consult call and I'm like I'm looking for someone to run all of my social media I run a you told me some of your dream clients are like baby brands or clothing brands so let's just pretend like I'm one of those I want you to think through what or why or how would her investing in you help her make more money? Yeah, I wrote down a list of all the things that I help like transform women to do for my services so that I can fall back on it. Okay, tell me. So the first one is I help my clients know what to post on Instagram so they can spend more time with their family. I help them create a social media brand and presence that their ideal client will be very attracted to and want to buy from because that's what marketing is. (laughs) Love that. I help my clients organically market their business so they can make more money and splurge on that Disneyland vacation. Love that. Priorities. Yes. (laughs) I help my clients get out of a creative rut so they can get excited about social media again. Like I feel like that's a big one because it can become such like a, a chore. And when you have like someone to put in a new perspective, it can make it more fun and exciting and you'll want to show up again (laughs) and those are just a few so I mean obviously they're going to get more than just posts yes okay I love that you already have the clarity about all of that so the next question that's coming up for me is I want you to imagine that I'm your dream client and we just had a consult call and you told me all these amazing things now I want you to imagine that I'm like I will totally pay full price with no hesitation. Uh-huh. What comes up for you? If I'm like, yep, send me the link. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you follow through with it because I really want this. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. I guess sometimes it's hard to just imagine that like there's so many steps I feel like you have to take to secure like a payment from someone. Like there's all these levels of trust and like marketing and explaining what the offer is that I'm just, I feel like in a way sometimes it's like, oh, but what if they just back down last minute? and I mean if they do then they just weren't ready to be that dream client that I wanted what I'm looking for is if there's any sneaky resistance from you of like wait she actually wants to pay that much like almost like disbelief that that could actually happen I don't think it's just like I just won't believe it till I see it I don't know if that makes sense like I've never seen that happen so my brain is like well that's not gonna happen because it hasn't happened You've had clients pay you before. Yeah. Tell me more about what that experience was like. Well, it's funny because I hate sending out invoices. Like it just gives me anxiety. Like the thought of it, I'm like, (laughs) and I don't know why that is, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's because I fear like 
I didn't do good enough for them or something. Or what if they just don't want to pay me anymore because I'd like disappointed them in a way, mm-hmm. which I know is probably so not true, <laughs> but, it, but it is still an underlying fear. Okay. This is so good. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Tell me more about what is happening inside of you when you send an invoice and you feel like, ugh, what's that feeling? honestly panic in a way yeah. I feel like my heart is beating like okay I'm gonna send this what if they like I just run through thoughts in my head what if they don't see it what if they don't want to pay it anymore what if they just drop me after this because they're like oh I don't didn't want to spend that much <laughs> I think just too many what if situations come into my mind that honestly they probably don't think in fact I know I don't think that when I pay people <laughs> yes Totally. So this is really good because it's just shining a light on where we can improve your belief in yourself. I want you to imagine you, so we just had our console. I'm like, sweet, send me the link. I'll, I would love to get started. Can't wait to get started. You go to send me the invoice. I want you to imagine sending it and feeling like totally neutral, totally at peace. When you imagine that, what are you thinking about yourself in that moment? Honestly, I would just feel like, okay, I've done everything I can do and the rest is not even in my control. So we're just going to let go and let God kind of yes. touch for this point because that's what needs to happen. Hey, I love that. What else? What else comes up? Um, hmm, so I just feel neutral about it. <laughs> I have to think through. I'm like, what would I feel? Because I have not felt this before yet, mm-hmm. but I will. Good. This is so good. Yes, you will. I mean, honestly, I just, like I said, I just feel like I would want to just feel at peace about it. Even if it is like, they just, if they don't do anything, great. Like maybe that's one step closer to like, maybe them signing later or referring someone to me or opening the door for a future opportunity. Holy like I feel like there's more that you can look at besides just the negative what ifs. Yes. Okay, so a couple of thoughts are coming up. This is going to be kind of a weird question, but play with me. (laughs) Go with me on it. The question that's coming to my mind is like, what version of Allie would you have to be to be able to feel peace and trust and confidence when you send a client invoice? Well, something, because you're the one who sent me the book. It's like, I can't remember what it's called, like, why everyone should be a millionaire yes we should all be millionaires all be millionaires yes I would be my million dollar self because I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm like okay how would my million dollar version of myself which obviously I'm not a million dollar version yet but I want to be yes how would she show up and how can I embody that and I feel like there is that lack of confidence that I have had for so long that has kept me from reaching that potential I think you're exactly right this is how I see it now because of my, because I'm a coach. Like I came from running my own business and it's like, whenever I ran into that same question, like, oh my gosh, why can't I break through this like income barrier? Like my own glass ceiling. Like I can't get my income past this point. It's usually a belief in yourself that needs to change. So I want you to pick like a thought, like a sentence that you want to like pick or like choose in that moment when you're sending your invoice to your client that would sound more or that would sound like your million dollar version of yourself. Okay. You really got me thinking on this. (laughs) Give me a minute here. (laughs) Maybe, maybe let's do this. I'm going to give you some options 
of thoughts and you pick the ones that you like the best. Okay. Okay. I want you to imagine you're sending the, you're sending the invoice and you think to yourself, people love to pay me. Okay. Here's another one. She's going to get a return on investment that is not quantifiable. That's like priceless. She's going to get more time with her family. She's going to get more peace back in her life and in her business. Okay. That's the second one. Another belief. This one's interesting. I'm curious what you think about this one. I am totally qualified to help this person. Yeah. I I need to hear that. When you said yeah. that, I was like, oh, I totally need to tell myself that. Yes. Another one that came up, my services are far worth this amount. Yeah. If that feels like a stretch. We can start with my services are worth this amount. No, it doesn't feel like a stretch though. Like, cause I know they are. I just, like I said, it's that like, lack of belief like do I truly believe that it is like that they're gonna see the value that I see when you send an invoice what do you think is the experience happening in your client's mind or actually let's do this what do you want the experience in your client's mind to be I want them to be excited like I'm so excited for all the time this is gonna save me and for the impact it's gonna make on my business like where can I sign up that's how I want them to act like I don't want Yes. There, I I don't want them to be hesit- hesitate, hesitating. Yeah. Like yeah. in my mind, I feel like I would be in that situation sometimes because I am a very hesitative <laughs> purchaser. <laughs> I have to think long and long and hard. And maybe they're like that too, but maybe they ultimately decide like, I'm just going to trust that this is what I need. And they are excited about it. They have that underlying fear. That's okay too, because I get that. I've yeah. been there. I am yeah. here. <laughs> totally. <laughs> So this is what's so cool. That's the person that I want you to imagine when you like open your Instagram stories and start selling your offer, or if you send an email, or if you're like, I don't know, you're like a networking event and someone asks you, what do you do? When you feel anxious or scared to send an invoice, what's the judgment that you have of yourself? I guess it's more just doubt of like, okay, did I do enough? Did this make an impact on their life? Because that's what I want to do is I want to impact them. So I guess it's just a lack of like, okay, am I really being helpful here? (laughs) You think that you are helpful? I mean, you know this about me. I've had some clients that have not respected like what I do and not like really just kind of used me and abused me. So honestly, sometimes I don't feel like it because I feel like I'm not doing good enough, even though I know my skills are like, so like great and amazing and I like sometimes it is hard for me to feel that because of the past that I've had when you imagine getting a dream client and they pay you every month and they pay you with joy and they want to keep you forever and they have no complaints about the work that you do Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, this is the question that's coming up that I've had for myself before. It's almost like, is there any part of you that wonders or questions whether you deserve to make that much money? Thinking about it, I want to say no, but knowing myself, I'm going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because of your history with like really painful clients. Mm -hmm. I could see how it could be the case where it's like, if I was making more money and had easy clients, I don't yeah, know if I deserve I that. Like, what? How is this yeah. possible? Right? 
you can lead the way in that as the business owner, instead of like, oh, I hope my clients see my worth. It's like, I see my worth. And starting today, I don't work with clients that are high maintenance and needy and ungrateful. Mm -hmm. Because seven figure version of Allie sure doesn't work with needy clients that are ungrateful. Oh, a hundred percent. And I've really been trying to play with what that like million dollar version of myself, how she would show up. And I know that she wouldn't be afraid to like, let go of these clients. And she'd just be like, okay, we're going to find the people that are ready to pay me because I'm amazing. <laughs> well, like, what if you did that for reals? <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's the thing is I really, really want to, but it's still so, it's scary. It's an act of faith that you just don't, you have to trust in yourself and in your audience too, that you're going to okay. find the right. Let's come back to your audience. Cause I think we, I think this will help a lot too. So the question I like to ask is like, what are all the reasons why I couldn't sign my, let's just, let's just say you are high ticket client. You gave us one of the reasons. One of the reasons why is a belief in it being too expensive, but it's only too expensive for the wrong type of client. The next thing that you gave us was I might not have that person, my audience right now. Yeah. Which is kind of where my brain went first. I'm like, what if I don't even know that person? What if they don't know me about me? How can I improve my exposure so I can find them? <laughs> That's what my one fear. What if they do know you right now? What if they're already in your audience? That would and be amazing. Been, I don't know why I would have been sleeping on this. <laughs> they've been lurking. Maybe they're not sending you DMs or they're not commenting or they're not liking stuff, but they're in your audience. It could be true. It could be very well. Another thought that I can guarantee is true is if that person, they are a friend of a friend who is that dream client. They go to lunch and she's like, you know what I really love is to hire someone to do my Instagram. And she's like, oh my gosh, I follow this girl. Her name's Allie. You should reach out to her. This is a belief that you can play around with in practice. My dream clients are already in my audience right now. I don't have to go have a viral reel or... Yes, post on somebody yeah, else's like, account. Hey, I just need to talk about this. I just really need to just launch my like dream offer and just talk about it nonstop because I think that's what's missing at this point is I'm not putting in the work to make it happen because it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. It's vulnerable. But I think actually what's what's true is the opposite is that I it would make sense to me why you wouldn't want to show up to an audience if you didn't think that your dream clients were there. Yeah. So what's really cool is what you just showed is like, wait, if I just choose to believe that they are, then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to talk about it today. It's true. That's a good point. (laughs) Also really cool evidence that like, I think you do believe that your offer is good enough and that you are going to help people a lot. So the only piece that's missing is that is the belief that you already know those people. Or if they, if you don't know them personally, like I think that a lot of really good relation, really good clients come from relationships, whether it's like a client that I've had in the past, or they've been following me on Instagram for years, or, you know, for you, they've been following your story and feel drawn to you. And they're just like following you. Your dream clients are in your audience right now. And I keep on thinking, and if they're not, then my, my audience right now is going to connect me to them. Yes. Kind of, I feel like bridges in that gap too. Yes. Of like 
any negative thoughts that are trying to seep in. I'm like, oh, but they're they're gonna come. My what's audience. Really, what's them. really fun too is to think like when you start posting about your offer a lot, like I like to think about so there's like there's tangible evidence that I can see that like my dream clients are in my world right now, right? Like it looks like they currently follow me on Instagram. They like my posts. They watch my Instagram stories. And I can like see numbers of uh-huh. that. Like I can I can physically see on my end that like people are seeing my stuff and that's awesome. But there's like this, like that is, it's like, it's super predictable. It's visible. It's observable. Our brains love that. They love the like tangible evidence but there's this other world of like not visible evidence of like the conversations that are happening outside of Instagram that you'll never see. You'll never have any tangible evidence of. Yeah. Um, also like she, there could be people like binging your content right now. Like she finds you, she's scrolling through all of your posts back to like a year ago and she never likes anything. She never follows you, but she, your, your dream clients are binging your content right now is one of my other favorite beliefs not visible, but totally true. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had another one that I was going to say, but I can't remember, but that kind of brought something up for me though, is like, it's so like counterintuitive, but I'm literally a social media manager. So I make content for people, but I feel like I'm not very consistent at showing up on my like business account because I'm focusing on everybody else all the time. Ah. But I'm almost embarrassed to say, oh, I hope someone's not binge binging my content. Okay, okay. Not a lot to go off. (laughs) And it doesn't truly showcase everything that I do. Tell me more about that. What would make you feel excited about the thought of someone binging your content? I mean, for one, I have so many, so many content ideas, like for my personal business, but I would put it on the back burner because I put my clients first. (laughs) So I feel like posting the stuff that I want to post would definitely help with that. Um, I, I guess idea in my mind and maybe even like creating like a portfolio of like, check out some of my other clients stuff. This is what I have done for them, so that people can like look and be like, Oh, so she does, she did that. She does that. That's actually really cool. And I can see why I would want to hire her. I love that idea. I could almost see you like turning your Instagram feed Like whether it's something where I don't even feel like it's something where you need to be posting actively every day, but Uh it's just, a if the content that's there, you feel good about acting as your portfolio, I think is awesome. So Uh even like the content in your feed, but even like in your highlights, I could see you making like a portfolio highlight. So if I'm like, and maybe like a work with me highlight. So it's like, when I come to Ali's feed, I'm a potential client. I want to know where to find all the info about what it looks like to work with her. I'd also love to see case studies of work that she's done, right? Yeah, case studies, I feel like would be great. So what would you need in order, how much time would you want to dedicate to that effort every week? Every week, huh? (laughs) Well, maybe that's a question. How much time would you want to dedicate to that? And how often or how frequently? I mean, I'd rather just kind of sit down and brainstorm all the things that I want to do like one night and just be like, okay, these are all the things I want to show people. Take like a few days getting it together during my spare after work hours (laughs) that are always my own work hours somehow Uh (laughs) and put those together so I can like have them in stories or to like repost repeatedly. Because I feel like then once you have the content made, it gets a lot easier to just like whip it out and like repurpose it. Yes. So really more initial work in the first 
you like weeks yeah, or so. Totally. And after that, it's really pretty low maintenance. Totally. How much time do you want to plan on spending on that? Honestly, like the, th- the, the thought that came to my mind and we're rolling with it 20 minutes a day. <laughs> I love it. I seriously love it. I kind of feel like I built my business, all of my businesses on 15 minutes a day on Instagram. And it's like, for me, it's like, if it took longer than that, it was like, well, <laughs> I guess that's all I'm doing today. Right. And then just like, yeah, trusting yeah. That that's enough. Yeah. I mean, 20 minutes is definitely enough. I can do that. Something that else that might be fun to play around if you don't even want to do 20 minutes is make some graphics in Canva. I, you probably see me post. I like to just make like a note in my phone, in my notes on my phone and then screenshot it and share it to my stories. Right. Cause that takes me five minutes, but maybe this could be another angle to come at it is less than like spending a certain number of minutes per day and more about making an offer to your audience a certain number of times a week. I mean, honestly, like it, like the same offer, just like bring it up in my yeah. story. Is that what yes. you're Literally about? like I could see you making a slide that says, here's my six month social media package. Here's the price. Here's what's included. Send me a DM if you're interested. Like three to five, depending on. I love it. What my, where my energy levels are that week. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, for me, like there are days where it's like, I can muster one story slide today. So like, if that's going to be it, then I put up the the offer, like I call it an offer, right? Basically you're telling people what, what the thing is that you're selling, how it helps them, how much it is with a call to action. So they know like what to do with that information. Usually I just say, send me a DM and let's talk more about it. That's enough. That can be your entire marketing strategy. Yeah. And that doesn't have to take 20 minutes a day. It could take five or less. Yeah. That seems totally doable. Cause most of my brainstorming stuff is already in my notes app on my phone. <laughs> screenshot it (laughs) you have such good notes in your phone you've shown them to me you have like very detailed well thought out notes you could literally screenshot it and share it to your stories right now it's true I don't know why I haven't been doing that I get it I get it I guess I just don't want to copy you but copy me it's the best strategy ever I copied another girl who does that so it's not my own original idea because this is genius (laughs) and like I just like I think you and I have talked about this. I love the aesthetics of my notes more than like Instagram stories, text. I hate the Instagram story fonts. So <laughs> it makes my aesthetic heart very happy. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so that's your strategy. Po- make an offer three to five times a week. And I also think it would be really powerful to like repeat to yourself, maybe even one of your new beliefs that you're practicing. Like yeah. people love to pay me. I love that. I need to add that as a reminder in my phone. Yes. I'm obsessed with the phone reminders. I also got that from you. (laughs) Yes. I love that. What belief do you want to repeat to yourself when you go to post in your stories? What, what do you want? The the phrase I like to use is like, what thought do you want to consciously reach for? Cause it's probably not going to be your default thought. Your default thought is probably going to be like, this is never going to work. This is not enough. Well, this is what came to my mind. Like just, I am talking to my dream client. My dream client yes. is like, I love it. I love, I actually love that. Like my dream clients can find me even if they're not following me right now, they can still find me, but yeah. I like that they're following you right now even more. I think that's better. <laughs> and, true. and the fact that people want to pay me, 
I think that's you keep on saying that one I'm like yeah that too yeah I definitely need to believe that (laughs) and feel that I want people to feel that and feel the truth to it another question that came up for me is if you were to look at your current business that you're running your current client load Uh uh-huh does it feel true that all of those clients love to pay you I don't I don't think so I think there's one in particular that I'm not quite sure does is there anything everyone else I don't worry about or think twice and I think that this one person has just instilled that fear in me (laughs) is there anything any action steps that I'm like I don't like to I don't even like to say seven figure version of Allie because it's just you that's just who you are right now. I don't want to make it sound like she's like far away or distant in the future. Like you can choose to be seven figure version of Allie right now in this moment. But with that belief, people love to pay me. My clients are the best. Are there any action steps that the seven figure version of Allie would take right now to make that more true? Honestly, I would, the seven figure version drop the client and be like, peace out, bro. (laughs) I'm ready to find some people that really align with what I want and feel like I'm being valued and getting paid what I like the value that I get people. What if we, what if we played around with pairing that action step with my dream clients are already in my circle and they're ready to hire me this week. That's crazy. (laughs) That crazy one's really fun. But crazy. <laughs> okay, let's let's play with this one. When you imagine, like, I think you know how many clients you want to have, right? What, like, what would your full client workload look like? For like full time clients. Okay, how many like, do you have right now? Two, and like one that's like kind of mid, kind of back and forth for projects, which okay. is fine. I wouldn't consider that like part of my full workload. <laughs> When you imagine yourself being quote unquote fully booked, uh-huh. how far in the future does that feel? It feels like, hmm, I want it to be now, <laughs> but it feels like it's a few months away, like of more like launching and like raising awareness about it. But I could be sorely surprised if I just jump into it. You never know. What if we like actively chose to like lean into that even more? Like my dream client is ready to hire me this week. A really fun one. What if my dream client is ready to hire me today? That's really fun because that really pushes your faith to like next level. Yeah, for sure. Does it feel like a stretch? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But at the same time, I want that to be true so bad. Like I just, I want that and I want to be able to work towards that and believe it so much. I think a lot of us are trained to use our imagination to like prepare for the worst case scenario. Like what if no one buys? Probably no one's going to buy. Probably I will not make a lot of money for the rest of my life, you know? But it's like, Mm -hmm. what if we I think that our imagination is a gift from God. So what if we play around with using your imagination to imagine the best case scenario? I love that. I, I feel like you're speaking straight to me. Like I need to do that. Not only in like 
my business aspect of life, but like in life, like instead of just trying to wait for the bomb to drop, like, let's just imagine like everything's going to go better than you even thought you wanted it to. Like what then? What if that's my reality? Because it can be. I think that it will be. I think that you can literally create miracles with God's help. And I also think there's a layer of surrendering our will to his, but I think he would love for us to ask for miracles more often. Yes, I agree. I love that. In your business and in your life, in your family too. Mm -hmm. How's that all feeling? No, that feels good. I feel like that's exactly what I needed to hear. And it just makes me more excited to people to go and like, find these dream clients and to make the steps that I need to, to like go beyond where I'm feeling stuck with my money right now and reach the goals that I have, which right now that goal is meeting a 10 K month for me. That's where that's my baby step right now. I mean, gigantic baby step, but (laughs) at the same time, it feels so much more doable. Good. Do you feel like you have enough of a game plan to move forward with? I do. I just need to sit down and actually do it. (laughs) When are you going to, when are you going to take that time for your own business? I think it's so important. Like the work that you do on a daily basis is working in your business, working for your clients, doing their work, getting that done. I think you need to like intentionally build in time for you and your own business and your own. I a hundred percent agree with that. And that's, I've been trying to do that the past few weeks and I've been wrestling with like the whole frustrating thing of like, oh, is this the best way to spend my time? Like on me? Cause I feel like I just feel better when I spend on other people, but I feel like just imagine how much more powerful it's going to be for me when I have spent this time on me and it's going to benefit other people and me. (laughs) You like, this is really cool, Allie. Like, and I think this is the perfect way to bring this conversation full circle is like the way that we started this conversation was like, you deserve to make more money. And like watching you and the ways that you serve in the world is like, I'm like, God is probably like, could we please give more money to people like Allie? Cause she's going to make sure it goes where it needs to go. She's going to give it to other people. She's going to find ways to create resources for people who are like struggling or in pain or really hurting that like really need uplifting I know it's true and I hope you do too that like you are someone who creates a lot of impact with the resources that you have and you can create resources out of nothing I for the sake of the podcast is it okay if I share yeah (laughs) he has these amazing donations for the newborn intensive care unit and she just like gets items and money and things out of the woodwork that she can donate to the hospital and so I I hope you really lean into like seeing your ability to create things in your personal life with your family, with these donations that you're creating and funding and giving. You have that same genius and ingenuity to create the results that you want in your business too, in the way that's most fulfilling to you. If you have clients that do not bring you joy, you cut them off, (laughs) you let them go. (laughs) Because you know your worth and because you know the amazing results and resources that you can create for people. Yeah. That just resonated so 
well with me and I'm just feeling so motivated so thank you Yay. so much <laughs> okay good <laughs> you're welcome you know where to find me if you need more help but seriously thank you so much for this conversation and being so vulnerable and being willing to let me share it with my audience and I seriously can't wait I think being fully booked is not far in the future for you truly thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll talk soon my friend all right okay <laughs> see you Allie Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening in today. Are we already friends on Instagram? If not, come over and follow me at kaylin.priest. It's the best way to get tons of free value that I put out into the world through my content and also to stay up to date on my current offers and ways that you can get more support and coaching from me. So come over, follow me on Instagram and send me a DM to say hi and let's be friends.